The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. Designed for you, the California Sportsman. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. This is one of those days, once again, where you're all trapped inside the house and we're no, sitting we're in the studio fishing. Uh, there's a lot of you guys out there right now. We just want to make your life a little bit easier, and we're going to take you on some great fishing expeditions today. We're going to get you set up for fishing as soon as this blanket of stay-at-home is lifted, and we're going to have it all covered. We're going to be talking stripers. We're going to be talking a lot going on out at Highway 12 right now. Kent and I will discuss that. Boy, if you're a striper fisherman and heading out that way, you might want to think twice about that. There could be a little line at a couple of launch ramps. James Netzel will be out chasing stripers today. I think he's out with his wife again. And Alan Fong will be hooking up with us, telling you about what's going on out there. The Delta action, especially with stripers, black bass, all that good stuff. Bill Gaines will be talking to you about the new mammal regs and waterfowl regulations that have just come out. And the big meeting that they just had with the Fish and Game Commission. We're going to have a smile about that one here in a few minutes when I start talking about the decision-making process at the department. Randy Pringle hooks up with us from Best Bass Tournaments, a fishing instructor. We're going to talk about largemouth bass opportunities in the Delta. Well, he and Kent probably will while I dream about Kokanee. And Sean Rainsberger, he'll be fishing Bullard's Bar. That's right. It's a quarantine area. But you know what? He's probably already had it, they say, and he's been fishing Buller's Bar with his wife, having a great time out there. And there's more, lots more. But I want to share with you today techniques, locations, what stages the fish are at in different areas, runs, lakes, streams, and what's going on so that you can make your plans. Because you know it's only going to be a few more weeks till they start loosening the reins on us. And we can get out there and get back to normal kinds of fishing. So let's check in like we always do. And our first guest each week with Captain James Smith aboard the California Dawn, who's been a very patient man in San Francisco Bay waiting for things to change. Let's check in and see if he's heard anything going on about loosening up fish in the Bay Area. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Morning, Kent. Are you hearing anything out there, bud? Uh, a little bit more of the same. I'm like you guys here. We're, we're just waiting on uh, Gavin Newsom to make some kind of determination on what our fate is. Nothing specific in the fishing side. And uh, it just it just kind of sounds like when, when they lift, lift this ban, lift this whatever, the stay-at-home rule, we'll be, we'll be on the water that day. So we're, we're just we're sitting here waiting. I, I can tell you this much, though. Things in the bay, they look like things in the bay should be this time of year. The bay is full of bait. Uh, bay's full of halibut. There's a few bass around. And uh, even the bait guys, you know, the bait guys went out yesterday. They made a load of bait. And the guy's just like, yeah, it's, it's loaded everywhere, Jason. There's tons of bait in the bay. Now, don't go rushing to the bait dock because there's a big clothesline there, and that won't change until until the, um, the, the ban gets lifted on everybody. And then that, that day, when it opens up, bait dock will be open. So, at least we have that to look forward to that 
you know, the first day we get the green light to go fishing, it'll be hopefully uh, business as usual with probably a few regulations for the virus. So that's where we're at down here right now. Well, James, last week you mentioned uh, that uh, when you do get back out there, it's also the time for those uh, big sea bass outside. And I saw some photos in Western Outdoor News. Apparently they spanked them a little south of here. They're uh, quite active out there and still moving around. So exactly what are people likely to get into? Let's say they open it up in two weeks or three weeks. What would they be getting into? What would the circumstances be? What species are out there? Well, I mean, typically, you know, that's probably somewhere around our peak of the halibut run, even though there's, you know, there's higher and high, high spots and low spots here all the way through August, you know, typically May is our big month. And, um, a lot of fish have made it in the bay. You know, I was talking with the dragger. He's hauled out next to me. They can legally fish. The commercial fleet can legally fish, but they're so freaked out about the virus, you know, and the, some of the draggers are older. They just shut down. So there's no there's no drag boats out in the bar. So those fish that usually get mopped up, and I'm talking like in the tens of thousands of fish that get mopped up by those guys this time of year, they're just sliding in uh, undisturbed. So, we should see halibut in full swing. And uh, last year at this time, we had a great striper run. I'm already getting a lot of a lot of calls from my guide friends. They're getting bass uh, up in Antioch and, and below there. Spent fish coming down from the system, coming down to the bay, and they've been they've been doing their normal pattern for about four or five years here now. Coming in the bay, gorging themselves on anchovies and just hanging out for the whole summer. So hopefully. Uh, when things get back to normal, and and they will, they will get back to normal. We're going to see some pretty phenomenal spring fishing. So I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm really, I'm tired of painting. I painted every, <laughs> every inch of my boat. I, I officially ended my painting season yesterday, and we started on that boat in January. It looks immaculate. In fact, there's going to be a lot of really pretty charter boats out this year because guys are just looking for stuff to do. And and uh, we've we've really 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 dolled up the boats this year so it'll be nice and clean and uh we'll be ready with the spray balls or whatever else we require we're going to do it um i tell you what we're we're chomping to get out there we're chomping to go fishing everybody is and um the reports indicate there's a lot of fish around so something to look forward to when the when the band lifts well one of the best parts about the whole thing is you're not going to go out there looking around and trolling you're going to just put that bait on there and get it down because they're going to chomp on it as soon as you get some baits down there. And, folks, I can pretty well guarantee you there's going to be the first boat on the water is going to be the California Dawn. He's, as soon as he's it, he'll hang up the phone saying, okay, we're okay to go. Boom, that boat's going to be started up idling and phone calls will be made. Folks, make your reservations now for the next few weeks because God only knows and our governor only knows when it's actually going to be lifted. But it can't be too far down the line. I saw so many cars on the freeway this morning driving in from Vacaville that uh, they're out there. And you know what else I saw out there? Same thing you saw. Boats gassing yeah, up at there's gas, gas stations. The, yeah, I always stop at the AMPM and get coffee, which I didn't this morning. But there were two boats at, at the AMPM this morning. There was one that looked yeah. like he just took the blue cover covered with dust off an old yeah. fiberglass boat. I know he's going out chasing the stripers today, and I hope he's got a... Plenty about an hour, hour and a half wait for that line that he's probably well, likely to be in. Yeah, we're going to cover that just as soon as we, uh, you and I come back. James, are you show. seeing private boaters that have boats in slips? Are you seeing them running around on the bay looking around, or are they staying off completely? No. So, so here's the word down here, and it depends on what county you're in. 
There's uh, there are a couple launches open. The majority of them are closed here. Now, from what I understand, is that you can come out on your boat by yourself. You can come out on the boat with a family member, but if you get pulled over by the Coast Guard or the uh, police department, you got to show valid ID that you live at the same address. If you do not have that, you'll get escorted back to the dock and you'll get a ticket. So, and I have the ticket somewhere. I, it's like seven hundred dollars uh, for a ticket. So. That's an expensive day out with your buddy, trying not to get caught. I'm sure people are going to do it, but uh, for the most part, now the bay's empty. There's a handful of commercial guys out there uh, that are that are catching fish, and and even a lot of those guys are off the water because they're just struggling with finding markets to sell fish. You got to figure, you know, uh, most of these guys are selling their fish to restaurants, and restaurants are carving up fish, you know, the six to twelve ounce portion. And with that out of the picture, you know, there's just not a lot of buyers. There's not that, a lot of people buying fish. So it's 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 quiet on the bay. It really is. That's why it's, we got to get this thing fired back up. Newsom knows it. It's still taking a long time to make decisions. So we're going to talk in the next segment about decision making in the process in California, and when it, especially when it ties into the California Department of Fish and Wildlife. And there's it just why can't we make a decision? What seems to be? I know there's tons and tons of things I'm not thinking of that enter the picture. But the big picture is we need to get people back to work as soon as we can, and we need to make sure they go back to work safely. Well, James, I know you're going to be back to work real soon, and I hope the folks will get a hold of you and get some bookings set up so that they can go out in the future because one of these days they're, they're going to make that call when they say, you know, we should go out fishing with James, and there's not going to be a spot available for him. So, folks, make those reservations. Get it down now. Plan it out a little ways if you're a little leery about it, but get it in the book so that you've got a date reserved. James, give them all the hookup they need so they can get a hold of you and do just that. Sure. The number here, 510-417-5557, or uh, check us out on the web, CaliforniaDawn.com, also on Instagram and Facebook. No no posts of late, but uh, we will have a boat ready to go and it'll be just like opening day it'll be an opening day season trip when uh when they lift the band plan on the california dawn will be out every single day taking you guys out in the water and uh putting you on some fish so give us a call you want to get out and make your reservations today because hey it will book up fast people want to go fishing since you can't paintball jay lope's boat can we tp his house uh, yeah. TP it could be a rather expensive market. proposition. <laughs> Can we paper towel it and we'll paper towel his house? Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, we got to do something to Lopes now. I mean, it's been months since we've messed with him. Remember when Lopes was the young gun? Not anymore. No, no, he's an old man. It's now. so bad now. I actually saw that his wife has to drive the boat up the river. I saw a video of that the other day where yeah. Lopes can't even drive the boat anymore. Yeah, well, he's getting I old. I saw the same. She was his designated driver that day, I believe. Oh, well, that's how that worked. Poor Lopes. <laughs> we just hammer on him constantly. It's, so. it's so easy. Yeah, he is. I get it. Captain James Smith aboard the California Dawn. Folks, make your reservations or you're going to miss out on some great fishing this season. Halibut. Striper's in the bay. God only knows where he's going to be running around to. I'm sure he'll take some shots at those giant sea bass. James, thanks for hooking up with us. Have a great one, and it's just a matter of time, my friend. Yep, crossing my fingers. Thanks, guys. All right, you take care. See you, buddy. What a great guy and a great attitude that he's got. And, you know, a lot of these guys are losing tons of dollar right yeah, now. There. Yeah, you And uh, I'm just glad to see that they're all got the attitude. They can't wait to get back out there because that's exactly 
what the people out there that are going to book trips want. To. Exactly. All right, we're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, we're going to laugh at the expense of others. I kind of like that. We'll be right back after this. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOAT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. Whether chasing salmon or steelhead in rivers, kings along the coast, tossing baits for bass, or trolling for trout in a favorite lake, the Hot Sheet keeps you on top of the action. The USAFishing.com Hot Sheet contains a roundup of hot fishing opportunities in NorCal. Plan trips in confidence, get weather summaries, marine forecasts, and accurate reports full of helpful tips, tactics, and GPS coordinates from top guides and captains. It's today's information today. Get a free trial or subscribe at USAFishing.com. Outdoor Adventures, the exclusive guide service for the Calusa Indian Community and Calusa Casino Resort, offers full-service fishing and hunting trips for waterfowl, big game, upland game birds, and exciting sport fishing trips. Managed by Casey and Regina Stafford, Outdoor Adventures offers close-to-home, action-packed, guided trips in the North Valley. At Outdoor Adventures, you're always priority one. Whether you're at the 5,000-acre Premier Duck Club, stalking wild hogs or shooting dove, turkey, or pheasant on private ranches, the professional and experienced team at Outdoor Adventures offers the best of the outdoors. Call now to book your adventure, 530-458-8730. Outdoor Adventures and Calusa Casino Resort where the fun never stops. Providing deluxe accommodations, enjoyable entertainment, exceptional dining choices, and fantastic hunting and fishing opportunities. Check them out on the web at hunt-fish-game.com. That's hunt-fish-game.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, it's been an interesting and very busy week. What are you doing to kill some time, Mr. Brown? <laughs> Actually, I'm still working. There's still boat dealers out there selling boats, Seth. So, For those of you uh, that aren't aware yeah, that Kent got a big promotion here a couple yeah, of, well, a month ago or yeah, so. Yeah, we're doing all the White River Marine brands, so we're working with all the dealers that Which sell. doesn't tell anybody anything. Nah, tell them the line nitro, of boats. Nitro Ranger, Tracker, Triton. You know, Sun Tracker, Regency, Pontoons, Tahoe, everything. You know, when Kent was a kid, starting up in the bass industry, he was kissing the ass of the bass guy, weren't you? Yeah, I know. That was it. So, yeah, it's... it's now you it's, are the bass guy. <laughs> apparently, I am. Ranger guy. A- apparently, I am. So, yeah, no, it, 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 that, we've just been, you know, trying to keep all of our dealers, uh, taken care of that are still out there. And believe me, I've been talking to Mark Blanton and gone fishing marine quite a bit and he's, you know, they're still open. They're open on a little different schedule. Set. In fact, we've got some ads that are airing during the week. Thanks to KHTK. Yeah. I'm talking yeah, about that. Yeah. That was, schedule. that was cool. But they're, uh, you know, they're going to, they're closed Sundays and Mondays now. And the, the showroom's not open, but they'll do a video walkthrough on any boat you might be interested oh, in. Uh, no, it's so cool because, yeah. and they even have the grab and go. If you've got some parts that you have to have, yeah, you need call, oil or you need whatever you swing by, you'll, swing by. they'll meet you at the curb. 
Well, they'll they'll actually, yeah, and they'll you know, heck, they'll they'll deliver a boat to your house. You don't even have to come they'll down go, there. They'll go pick it up. And pick yeah, it they'll up pick too. it up, pick it up, and, and bring it back. And, and so, I mean, everybody's everything's changing out. so that they can take care of the customers yeah. in the best way they have. And you know, these boat guys are going to be stacked up. Everybody's okay. We can go. We can go. Oh well, <laughs> we better get the boat in and get it ready. Well, you probably should do that now. Those lifters when, weren't working real good at the end of last year. Yeah, Maybe we ought to have them look at that. Too. You know what? Yeah, just in general. You know, I mean, wheel bearing and you know having having the outboard tuned up and lower unit changed and all that stuff now do it now do you think now would be a good time to call mark ask him if my boat ever arrived on april 10th? it'd be a lot better for you to call mark and ask him <laughs> than me to call mark and ask him so uh but i can tell you what the answer is going to be no because yeah. unfortunately your boat manufacturer is closed down to all this so uh, I don't think they're building anything. Well, I know they're selling boats, so yeah, it'll so, go. It'll yeah, go. We'll get it all figured out. But we do want, uh, you, you, like you said, we saw a lot of folks pulling boats around this morning yes. looking for some social distancing. We got to remind you, if you're headed down to the California Delta and um, you're headed to B&W, you're headed to Pirate's Lair. If you're on five, just turn around. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there's some <laughs> options. It's just going to take you a little longer. Highway 12 is closed, and it closed last night at 8 o'clock. And it will remain closed until 5 a.m. Monday morning. So uh, they're working on the Moak Bridge right there at B&W. Um, so that's why it's closed. But if you're coming out of, like, your direction, Sep, you're yeah. coming out of Fairfield, Vacaville, coming through Rio Vista over, uh, you'll be fine. You'll be able to get to that side of the bridge. But if you're coming from Elk Grove, Lodi, Sacramento, you know, Roseville, this side, coming down south on 5, uh, you're going to have to take that alternate route with the 160, and you're probably going to need to plan accordingly a little more time and uh, pay attention because there's <laughs> no daydreaming a little windy and it's a little narrow if you're towing a boat so just uh pay attention on that one and but you can get there and there's going to be other guys on the road yes uh both directions the traffic is going to be really increased um on the 160 but well, just we- just wanted to make uh aware if you didn't know and uh what are those big signs flashing up here uh yeah that's what it is well, I'll tell you, there's a lot of stuff going on out there that you guys need to know about. And one of the things was, you remember last week, we talked about the emergency meeting that the California Department of, excuse me, the Fishing Game Commission and the California Department of Fishing Game got together for a meeting to discuss the emergency closures, granting, having the commission grant the director of Fish and Wildlife the ability to close down fishing wherever he needs to during the coronavirus thing. I think it was a 51-day deal that they were going to do. There's less right. time to make the decisions right. now. Well, they had that fiasco that went off the wall with Have people calling in. Have to get that closed in the eastern Sierras. So. Yeah, and then everybody calling up, being rude and everything. So the meeting yeah. got canceled, held it again on Wednesday or Thursday of this week. Everything's one big pile of meetings to me. Yeah. And uh, got through the whole thing, talked the whole thing through. So I'm waiting anxiously for... What are they going to delay it to? When are they going to set the new opening of the, are they going to cancel the trout opener? Are they going to delay the trout opener? What's going to go on? So I'm thinking, I'm talking to Richard Burton, retired from Honda Marine last night, and he goes, well, you know, the opener's not two weeks out. I'm thinking two weeks. Right. It's next Saturday. Last Saturday in April. So, of course, I call some friends at the California Department of Fish and Wildlife and say, uh, what's going on here? we got to get this uh, information out to people. Is there going to be a trout opener? Well, we're not, you know, and it's kind of up in the airish. They're having discussions about this. And I can understand the need for the discussions because there's a hundred different things or a thousand that have to be weighed in the decision-making process. Right. And what can happen if they do this? 
What else could happen that would be a negative? So there's so much stuff going on that it's kind of convoluted. But, so I asked, so when are you going to make a decision? And they didn't know. Well, wait a minute. Next Saturday morning <laughs> is the opening of trout season. Yeah. Everybody in Southern California will be loading into their cars and heading up. And I was told, well, the word will get out. Well, the good thing How? is that they don't show up on Saturday. They start arriving like Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, like Thursday. So they really have three or four days. One of the counties, out. and I believe it was Mono County, um, has posted a thing, no short-term stays. Right. No short-term motel, no short-term RV, no, no camping, no restaurants are open. Yeah. We don't want you. In right. fact, tires are being slashed. Uh-huh. Um, sugar's being put in gas tanks from people coming up abusing the stay-at-home right. type thing. So you've got a community up there who's been locked down. Vigilante community. That's not going to be yeah, pretty. Yeah, but they've been locked down. Mm-hmm. They haven't been able to get their businesses in line. They haven't been able to get their store inventories in line, all yeah. in anticipation of the opening of trout season, which is huge down there. Right. But yet we still don't know if they're going to allow a trout season in those three counties and maybe up to a fourth has also been added. Uh, we're talking about Alpine County, Mono County, and Inyo counties right now, right. they were talking about either delaying or canceling or doing something with those counties. And that's the only ones they're addressing right now. So I asked the question, does that mean opening a trout season will be allowed in other areas? In other areas. Are they going to still have it? Even with the coronavirus lockdown, stay at home, we're talking about this. So I'm thinking, isn't the natural thing to do to delay the opener and just move forward? So people can make plans, the businesses can make plans, everybody understand where they're at? Are we going to wait till the last minute and say, yeah, we're going to go ahead and do it? Wait! I I don't get it. we got one hand saying do this, we got another hand saying do this. And I think what's happening is they're getting all this source of information. You can't get it all in one day. My God, we're working with the state. So when are they going to make the decision? Hopefully by the middle of this next week. Right. Middle of the next week decision means Friday at 5 o'clock, a press release will come out the day before the trout opener letting you know what's going on. (laughs) You think? We're better than that, California. We're better than that, California Department of Fish and Wildlife. We're better than that, Fish and Game Commission. We had all this urgency to go in there and do something. Now we've turned over the power to the director to do it, and we're still discussing it. Now it could be. That Governor Newsom is saying, well, let's not do anything. I want to loosen things up, and you guys are tightening it down, so we all got to get together. I am not the most informed guy on this, I'll tell you the truth. But I do know what I've heard from some good people that have passed the information on to us. I hope we get it together and make the right decision soon. Well, yeah, I mean, don't make it an inconvenience for people. Give them the notice of what's going on. And... These are These are trying times, no yeah. question about it. But when I hear things like, we've never canceled the trout opener in history. Well, we've never had this going on either. Right, yeah. No, we've never shut the country down either. But, uh, I mean, there's there's a lot going on. And, and, you know, I mean, the one thing that you have to to keep in mind is the governor and California Department of Fish and Wildlife, they, they have no intention of closing down fishing. None. In California. So this is, this is select little counties, uh, and counties that probably should be, should These be are counties down. that have requested. Yes. yes. To, to have it delayed or not held.
because the influx of people yeah. up there into their small communities and not having the hospital beds. Mm-hmm. I think there's 16 in one community and there's eight or 10 in another yeah. community. That's all they can and handle. And you and I have both been to the Eastern Sierra oh, Trout baby. Opener. Um, so we know what it entails. I mean, you know, in, in it my, is a cluster and it is elbow to elbow. In my Berkeley days, we would show up, oh, we yeah. would show up, have dinner Friday night. And then we, uh, and I always took Bridgeport because it was the closest Ken's one to Sporting me. Goods. Ken's Sporting Goods. And I always took Bridgeport because then I didn't have to go all the way down to Bishop. So I would take Ken's, but we'd start winding trialing on the line winder set, but uh, you know, about five, six o'clock that night and we'd wind till daylight. I know. And you'd have band-aids on about every. Oh finger. my gosh. Yeah. They'd come in with, with just paper grocery sacks full of reels. And you know, we were winding, <laughs> I we remember were winding trialing. Wondering and, if it was ever going to end one yeah, day. Yeah. Power bait by the pallet. And yeah, it was, I mean, the number of people that blew into town. And was these amazing. are all small tackle shops. They cannot Tiny. possibly do the, Social distancing. No. I mean, you walking through Ken's, you're button butts with people just to get down an aisle. Oh yeah. yeah. So, uh, you, you know, some of them want the, want the anglers coming. Others don't want the anglers coming. There's got to be a decision made. There's got to be some right. direction. And, uh, I hope it's confusion over the governor wanting to open things up. And well, they're opening up some golf closing. courses or doing some things. So it must have been a lobbyist buddy called apparently, up we, huh? but we need to get, we need to get more of our lakes open so that we can actually practice some social distancing and not well, have the few. Unfortunately, that are open. things are closing, right? You know, more and more places are closing as people go there. We heard about Berryessa. Matter of fact, they yeah. sent me a note last night asking if I've heard anything about when it's going to get lifted. Yeah, I know. Berryessa closed. I also uh, found out from the Department of Fish and Wildlife that another county has requested, uh, Sierra County. Sierra County. That may affect a few lakes now that's up there. Camptonville, Downeyville, up in that neck of the woods. That's going to affect something. A lot of people have been going to one particular place to go catch a lot of kokanee and yeah. a lot of bass, right. a lot of spots. And yeah. where is that? Bullard's. Bullard's Bar. Yeah. Are they communicating to us that they don't want fishermen at Bullard's Bar by wanting to close no, the county? No, I think it might be looped into the county. So is it? So if they just close the trout opener, it's already open at Bullard's. Well, you know what that's, I mean? That's the situation yeah. that I think that Stafford Lair and... Chuck Bonham and all the guys in upper management at the Department of Fish and Wildlife are bouncing off the walls and bouncing off of each other, just trying to figure out the method yeah. and the madness to make all this happen. Yeah. It can't be easy, but it's got to happen. No, and, and, and I sure don't want to see 50,000 people show up in an area that they aren't appreciated. Yeah, they aren't, they aren't needed. Uh, and, and you, you see the dilemma we have because we try to give you the most current information and it changes sometimes before we, you know, we get one press release on Friday and we're ready to go Saturday morning. By then, something else has changed. So. And and that's it's a pretty quick change in thing. And I yeah. think that's all of that causes a little uh, less grease on the cogs of getting things done. And that could be a lot of the reason there's delays in this decision-making process. I don't know everything the state right. does. I just know that <laughs> the answer, <laughs> the bottom line is the answer is yes or no. Right. So how do you get to that answer in its shortest possible time, you walk a straight line. Yeah. And social media, I mean, obviously Fish and Wildlife will will uh, uh, make sure they get that word out on social media. And, and our hat's off to James Stone and the crew up there at the 
uh, NorCal Guides and Sportsmen's Association. They're, they're on top well. of it and they're communicating well through their social media avenues as well. But if you're not a, you know, a friend or like the NorCal Guides and Sportsmen's Association page, you need to because they really keep you up to date Just on what's happening. Just take a look at it, scan down it. You'll yeah. be amazed at the information there. And believe me, they're understanding of what's going on. They out are. There. They're doing, they're doing a lot of good things and, uh, with us there. So keep an eye on that and, Keep and an I can tell you something website. else. All of these organizations out there, Golden State Salmon Association, the California Inland Fisheries, right. Kokanee Power, every CWA, all of the organizations will need your support after we get our way through this, folks. Yeah. Gun owners of California, all these all guys them. are going to need the your DUs, support. The Cal Waterfowl, because they're all of them. shut down too. And these are the guys, these are the best conservationists out there, all of these guys that are doing stuff. Dude, we're missing the Placerville Ducks Unlimited dinner, which is the biggest dinner in the state for DU. There was going to be one last big crab feed with gun owners up that way. Right, you know, so I mean all those all those uh, organizations are are missing out on their fund, some of their biggest fundraisers. Well, every dinner that was planned is canceled, postponed, postponed and repostponed in some cases, and now here we have the biggest uh, sports show, ICAST, in uh, Orlando Florida just announced they're canceling ICAST. And two weeks ago, they said the show must go on. And two weeks later, canceling ICAST, the biggest wholesale show of fishing products in the world. All the new product comes out. And that's in July, actually, in Orlando, Florida. So they uh, have announced the cancellation. The good news is we're probably going to see some new fishing products up earlier because they're not going to have to hold that stuff back until July to introduce it at ICAST. I think, you know, Fisherman's Warehouse will be seeing some new stuff before July. So that's a bonus for us. Absolutely. All right. Marilyn's giving me the wind it up or what the hell are you talking about? Signal. I'm not sure what Marilyn it is. Marilyn says the sprinkler in the corner is missing the side by the sidewalk. I the think petunia is not getting wet. That's what she's telling us. All right. Quick break right now. When we come back, we're hooking up with Captain James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Service out searching the Delta for stripers. That ain't going to take long. We'll be right back after this. Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925-497-7171. And learn more at GateCrasherFishing.com. Come on out and experience our difference. Hook up. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. France offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing 
allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Duckworth Boats, hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship with models from 18 to 40 feet, designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, featuring the entire line of Duckworth Boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards, the Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Man, we got James Netzel lined up. We got Alan Fong already on hold from our Fisherman's Warehouse. Who woke him up? I don't know, but let's go right now to Captain James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Service. He's been out uh, fishing with his wife lately doing the Delta. Let's see what he's up to this morning. Good morning, Captain. Uh, good morning there. Hey, Seth, I got my two cheap-ass uncles on. I never want to pay for a trip. The only time he gets to come with me is when I can't guide. Well, that's the way it works, my friend. That's the way it works. James, what's been going on out there with the action for stripers? Oh, this is probably the best week we've had this season uh, for striper fishing. Uh, hopefully the, the big females finally started to show up. I mean, we haven't got any you know, big, huge 20-pounders or plus. There have been a few caught out here, but we're getting smaller females, you know, 7, 8, 9, 10 pounds. Uh, hell, yesterday we had a double, a 7-pounder and an 8-pounder. Just go and reel that line in if it's loose. Well, James, I know you're into uh, trolling right now. What's your favorite offering out there? What's doing it? Oh, the uh, deep diver Yozuri with a uh, chartreuse on the top, uh, orange bottom, and a yellow tail is probably the top one. Follows that's going to be the banana peel with double chartreuse with black dots in the middle. Now, how fast are you going and how far off the bottom are you running that lure? Uh, I'm trying to stay in six, going with the current, 16 to 18 feet. That probably puts me about uh, 15 feet uh, deep. Uh, going 4.2 to 4.3 with the current, against the current. Oh, three point, no, about 3.0, 2.6, and I'm looking for 13 to uh, 15 feet of water. Well, this time of year, a lot of guys have uh, switched over to live bait. They're doing nothing but that. Are you having to move around in order to find the fish, or are you just uh, finding success trolling and banging them? No, we're, we're finding success. We're finding fish almost everywhere we go. There's definitely spots that are better. Like, they, they just did a small plant in the uh, San Joaquin down at Antioch, so that's going to be really good for the next couple of weeks. And our water is only 63 degrees, so it's not like it's – the uh, trolling bite has gone off. That doesn't happen until the 70s. So, yeah, we, we still got a couple weeks till we have to go to bait. 
Absolutely. Well, that is great news to hear. Hopefully we'll get this uh, big blanket of stay at home off of us and uh, some of the folks can get out and enjoy what's going on. Now, as far as fish going up the river and fish hanging out in the Delta, it's probably a little difficult to determine how many are heading up when you're just fishing the Delta, but still sufficient numbers there. You're not, you're seeing the uh, spawning fish around too. Yeah, I'm uh, definitely starting to see haystacks. Yesterday we were getting uh, a lot of small fish fishing the haystacks. And then uh, went back over about an hour later. The haystacks were gone. That's when we got into the bigger females. Well, it sounds to me like you got it all wired. What stretch are you working today? Oh, the stretch by uh, Mount Diablo. (laughs) (laughs) They're all being upfront about where they are. No, it's social distancing, keeping plenty of people away. What kind of (laughs) what kind of numbers are out there? Uh, Right now, we got out here early. I got about I got out here about a half hour later than I wanted to be. I like being the first boat out here. Uh, that damn, uh, uh, oh, we got a shelly, guys. Uh, that's my fault. Uh, that that road construction really messed me up. Uh, there's maybe five or six boats we're on right now. That's not bad at all. So no, you weren't you weren't bad. listening you weren't listening and got caught in that road construction. Well, I read the sign yesterday that says that it, it, it yesterday it said the road construction just at night. And it's going to open up at 5 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, and, uh, Monday morning. Yeah, they changed the sign uh, <laughs> today. So Yeah. I, I, I knew how to get here the back way. I just didn't want to. And I got stuck behind some guy going in a boat. And so uh, uh, slow on those roads. That's but okay. Made... The guy behind you was sucked in behind some guy with a boat, too. That's right. That's exactly how <laughs> yeah. that works. Captain, I, I couldn't pass him up. I uh, mean, that, that looked bad for my company on a two-lane road. Yeah, good idea, especially that two-lane road. Captain James yeah. Netzel with Tight Lines. James, real quick, give them the website as well as the phone number so they can find out more about what you're offering. Yeah, you can reach me toll-free at 888-975-0990. Website is www.fishtightlines.com. And any day now I'll get my satellite radio hooked up, and you'll be able to reach me whether I'm in cell service or out of cell service. Sounds like a plan, my friend. Good luck to you out there, and please give us a call back before the end of the show. Let us know how your count's looking. All right, I got you on the speed dial. All right, Captain James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Service having some fun chasing stripers today. That's one thing to do to get out of the house. Have a good one, James. We'll talk to you again real soon. Hey, it's about time for Regina, isn't it? If not, Guns, fishing, and I'm other wrong. stuff knows the importance I'm of right. family activities and the outdoors. Regina Stafford of Outdoor Adventures, a lady that knows her way around hunting, fishing, and hard work, will motivate you to live well in the outdoors. She'll tell you when, where, and how your entire family can take advantage of many outdoor opportunities close to home. From fishing to hunting, bird watching to animal rescue, women too can take part in our hunting traditions, become skilled sportsmen themselves, and help lead the way for their children. And now now, here's Regina Stafford with Live Long in the Outdoors. Good morning, everyone. Regina here, still out trying to get my turkey with my bow. Um, it has been, I, I honestly, Marilyn told me last, last season that I should definitely blog about all the stories that go into our turkey hunts. I don't know what it is, but I have the worst luck when it comes to trying to get one of these birds with my bow but hopefully it happens today we are headed in right now Um, it's getting lighter and lighter earlier and earlier so we have to get up earlier and earlier but anyhow 
I will keep you guys posted on my blog this week. I also wanted to mention that, um, you know, there's a lot of fairs and junior livestock auctions being canceled. You guys all know how much I support the 4-H and FFA members in our communities. And luckily our fair is still planning to move forward, but our fair isn't until August. But a lot of the other surrounding counties around us um, in the Sacramento area even have been canceled. And a lot of kids who have put a lot of hard work and effort into their livestock projects are uh, without a sale now. So if you guys check out my blog this week, I'm going to have some links to um, not only a few kids, but also some sale sites. You know, a lot of like BidCal and a lot of the auction companies have stepped forward to try to put together virtual auctions for these kids. So I'll have links to all that stuff if any of you are interested in helping some kids out, whether it's just sponsoring them with a few dollars or actually, you know, investing in purchasing an animal to put in your freezer. So uh, definitely look on my Facebook page and visit the blog this week at www.livelongintheoutdoors.com. Have a good weekend. Live Long in the Outdoors with Regina Stafford. Sponsored by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff. Your one-stop outdoor shop that has it all. From fishing to hunting and everything in between. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores. Take the family and pick up the stuff you'll need for your next family adventure. Two locations. In Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road, just off Highway 80. And in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza Road. Don't miss the deals at the Guns, Fishing, and Other stuff online outlet check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com and now it's time for shimano's what's hot and what's not brought to you by fisherman's warehouse mega stores in sacramento manteca and fairfield the new shimano stratic fl spinning reels come in sizes from 1000 for trout and panfish to the 5000 for big saltwater action and every size in between increase your hookup rate with shimano's cross carbon drag system designed to endure and conquer the hardest fighting fish and with Shimano's Micromodule Module Gear 2, you'll experience a smoothness and power transfer like never before. All Shimano products, rods, reels, tackle, and accessories are available at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Stop in and improve your fishing with Shimano. And joining us from Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores is the man himself, the rod father, Alan Fong, the manager at our Sacramento location. Good morning, Alan. Good morning. How you guys doing? We're doing pretty good. You heard James Netzel talking about what he's experiencing. What have you been experiencing out there in the Delta? Yeah, it's a fantastic year for stripers. I was out this last Wednesday, and a couple of months ago, I caught one over 40, and this one would have dwarfed it. Oh. And I just, he was pulling the boat around, and I was, I just messed up. I should have went and got him. I followed him for 10 minutes in two feet of water. Saw his back. I mean, she was a big one. And it pulled me in the only damn tree that was there. <laughs> got off. <laughs> and and oh, here, the one that got away. I thought story. he was yeah. the man that I, I always, always expected. It. You can see the picture on my Facebook no, page. No, he dove into the tree with a knife in his mouth, cut it out, got back in the boat, and reeled Shimano it in. Shimano line clippers and a pair of pliers. That's what I expected yeah. to happen. I, I was having too much fun. This thing was peeling out lines pulling the front of the boat around, and I told Warren, I said, keep casting, keep casting, because I saw quite a few of them cruising around that morning. And 
you know, I just thought I was free and clear. I didn't know that tree was there, and I thought I knew everything. There was a day. <laughs> there was a day before you started kokanee fishing. You'd have muscled him out of there, but now, no. Yep. Not anymore. Yeah, maybe getting too old. But there's a lot of big ones being caught. Um, friends of mine, this is last week. I know three fish that were over 30, and many in the 20s. I got two over 25 last week. How do you Same rate day. this, Alan? Is this the best striper fishing you've seen, or have there been better years? Uh, you're an old man. It's, you should know. It's probably one of the best years for big fish. You know, I mean, I'm talking over 30, you know, just between me and friends that have been catching them. Yeah. And well, losing this, a lot. <laughs> what are they hitting? What big lure are you throwing out there to get them? I, um, it's got to be white, and it's got to have spots on it. But uh, Yeah, you want to use anything in bone color, but... Lately, you know, the S-waivers earlier in the year, the S-waivers were the number one bait or any big glide bait. But the water's so gin clear now, all you have to do is throw top water and big ones. So the ones we're using are like 12 inches. They're called Mega Dogs. But they're they're just exploding on that thing like there's no tomorrow. That's, That's a striking bait, isn't it? That's got to be exciting when there's a striper a, rips a, one of those. Striking makes one. That one's very good, you know, and it's, yeah. Probably only like 15 bucks. Then, um, Megabait makes one, but it's 12 inches and that one's 70 bucks, but it's well worth of it. Of course it is because Alan wants you to buy the $70 <laughs> ones. No, we don't have it. We ran out. Oh, see how that works? See how that works? But you know, the cool we thing are. is whatever you're talking about here, they can call up at the store. Yeah. They can call any yeah. sto- any of the three stores. All those numbers are tied together. That takes you to the Manteca location at the warehouse where they fill all the orders. That's right. And that involves yeah. the you contest. You are online ordering. You know, it's available. We've been really busy. And we finally went back into the sack store um, yesterday, and we're cleaning everything up, and we're remodeling and get ready for the opener. Well, that's going to be good. And don't forget, guys, the contest we've got going on with Ultimate Bass Radio, California Sportsman. You make a purchase online, fishermanswarehouse.com, through the month of April. All you have to do is make a purchase. We're going to enter you into a contest. You're going to draw for like four or $500 package. Uh, got a Plano tackle bag, a Skeet Reef fishing rod. We've got two life jackets from California Department of Boating and Waterways and a full selection of baits from Strike King, from Berkeley, from Frenzy Baits or sunglasses Let's in there. Let's some Rapalas too. Yeah, we've got a, we've got a whole, we've got a whole selection. Uh, so all you have to do is make an order, fishermanswarehouse.com. You might be uh, getting more than you bargained for. We're going to have to go in and shoplift some more stuff at the store if we're going to keep giving away stuff in these contests. I know. I Exactly right. they got to open that store again. I know. got to hurry up. Yeah. got to hurry up. But, uh, yeah. but we've got we'll a lot of – let you in. We've had a lot of <laughs> folks tell us that they've uh, they've made a purchase to get entered, so that's a good thing. Yeah, that's good. You know, we've been really busy, and uh, I think if one of the easiest places to go catch strappers right now is – over there by the Antioch Bridge because of the smoke plants. And they're going to be doing them through May. So, you know, if you want to target, a, bring some spoons over there and throw some top water, go over there by Edo's. We and, should probably talk about limited launching availability over there as well. Uh, there's shoreline access, though, too, in that neck of the woods. Yeah, there's not a lot of places open. You know, all right. the state county places are closed, so you got to go to the private guys. Right. So, B&W, Edo's. Uh, Arrowhead, Hogback's open, so there's 
few places you can walk. And Hogback is an absolutely huge parking lot, yeah. too. Yeah, so that'll work. Yes, it is. It's it's probably one of the easiest places to launch. I would think so. I I never talked about it, but that's where J.D. and I would always meet when we'd go out salmon or stripers. Well, Alan, I appreciate it. And uh, the good thing about this is we got so many days behind our behind us now that we've been locked up. There's probably fewer ahead of us to stay locked up and everybody can get out there and enjoy it and enjoy it with friends instead of just going out with family occasionally as it is right now or people under the same yeah. roof, whatever it is. Just trust your social distancing. Stay apart. Yeah, don't do anything. Careful. Don't do anything stupid and stay healthy. That's the bottom line to the whole thing. Alan, thanks for joining us yep, today. We appreciate it. And folks, definitely get a hold of fishermanswarehouse.com. Place an order and you're automatically included in the contest that we're going to do here the first Saturday in May. We'll draw that lucky winner. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us. Have All a right. great one, my friend, and congratulations on losing a big fish like I do. <laughs> See you later. All right. Can you imagine, Kent, a 40, 50-pounder on there just rolling off? In a tree. Yeah. But, you know, it's always nice to see the fish. And he saw the back, so at least he saw At least he knew what he had before it. He knew how big it was. And it it just flat whipped him, which is, you know. We'd better take a quick break. (laughs) And when we come back from that break, Mr. Mike Ogney is going to join us, telling us what's going on out in the salt. If there's any more It can't be time for Mike Ogney. It's not 7 (laughs) a.m. Yeah, we're push Mike, you're going to have some time Where'd today. Where did this first hour go, Seth? Well, I don't know, but we're having fun, and people are apparently liking what they're hearing, all the email, our texts that are coming in right now. So let's take that quick break. When we come back, Mike Ogney joins us in our Lawrence segment, talking nothing but salt water right after this. If you're looking for the newest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods to deep sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores and Shimano have it all. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motor Home has specialized in great pricing and value with personal attention and service excellence. You'll be amazed by the huge selection of new and used RVs from campers, trailers, luxury coaches, and motorhomes from multiple manufacturers. With over $18 million in inventory and over 500 RVs on sale, there's a lot to choose from. Manteca Trailer and Motor Home, located across the street from Fisherman's Warehouse on Highway 120. Manteca Trailer home annually to the huge Costa's Wild Game Feed, where sportsmen from all over the West come together at the biggest wild game feed around. Check us out on the internet at MantecaTrailer.com, or better yet, stop by and take a look. And with lowest price guaranteed on new units, there's no need to look any further. And we're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. 
Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu. Improve your fish catching and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. All carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Marantz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Now, here's USA Fishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Guess we ought to punch up Mike, even though there's time left. Huh? Well, you know, we. Well, joining Michael. Joining us now is Mr. Mike Ogney with USAFishing.com and the famous Hot Sheet Reports and the Golden Gates, oh, Golden State Salmon Association. Good morning, Michael. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? What's it like having time? I can't believe it. Well, start but talking. You, you, you got you got Kent in the, in the studio, so I can understand he <laughs> keeps you on track. Yeah, he does. Yeah, that or Maryland. If he doesn't go over, if he doesn't go over, it'll be the first time in fourteen weeks that he didn't go over. Michael, so what is going on out there? What are you hearing? Anybody catching incidental salmon along the way out there in the uh, commercial about, fleet? I haven't heard much in the way of incidental, but. But when you see sea lions throwing salmon, that's a pretty good that, indication. That would I just be. Looked at the, I just looked at the at the weather buoy uh, report. This is the third Saturday. I always look at the Bodega Bay weather buoy just minutes before I come on the show. It's once again basically almost glossy calm. We have four knots of wind out at the buoy. The buoy is roughly eight miles west northwest of Bodega Head. Um, and oh, a whopping four knots of, uh, well, let's see, four knots of wind and a four foot swell with a 15 second period. That's basically bathtub, calm. bathtub. Yeah. So, I mean, great, great weather. We've been seeing some great conditions, uh, either Merlin or I've been sneaking out here and there just to get out of the house. We got a boat in the, the water and we got crab pots in the water. So that's kind of been our excuse to get out merlin has been down chasing some rock cod as as well uh but uh everyone's just kind of waiting for the salmon season which is a couple weeks off here well you guys are very fortunate you guys are so fortunate having the boat in the water so you can uh, pull right out there but they can go take a look around just to make sure everything's running well and to check on the fish see where they're hiding exactly it's it's really just an excuse to get out of the house it isn't like i have to hide that from my wife because she's probably happy to get rid of me like hey don't you need to go out and like run the boat out in the water or something yeah, have my hair yeah that's what my wife keeps telling me don't you need to go drive the truck around the driveway <laughs> <laughs> so weather's been great we're Really, really excited about the conditions as all the feed that we're seeing offshore just looks excellent. So hopes 
are very high. It's just a matter of the season actually getting started, uh, you know, and, and under this current COVID uh, operations, they have all the county docks are all shut down. So if you don't have a boat in the water, you're not going to be getting in to uh, to fish uh, anytime soon. But hopefully we um, we get some acknowledgement from the county or from the state on what they're going to be allowing and we don't see uh, a, a delay in, in, in the salmon season, but we're all really looking forward to it. And uh, really quick, since we have time here, for the private boaters who are going to be coming out to the coast over the next few few months, now's the time to really go through your boat. I would estimate, and Ken, you, you'd probably back me up on this, there's probably more breakdowns opening weekend than there is for all the rest of the weekends for the balance of the season. Guaranteed. Because guys don't... Yeah. They don't take the time to do a rundown or a shakedown. And there's always, trust me, there's always something that has gone wrong. Well, so many of them are fuel-related. You know, that's the issue. It's fuel-related. That's the first thing I was going to point out. If you did not put stabilizer in your boat last fall, and it's been sitting out in the side yard or the garage or storage for the past six months, don't even start your boat. Just have all the fuel pumped out and put in fresh fuel. Otherwise, you're going to just have... A world of problems. You're going to have a lot of water in that. Well, there is. And, you know, the older outboards, this fuel will break down fuel lines and, and, uh, you know, other issues that uh, you can't even see. The rubber disintegrates from the inside out. You can't even see it. That's the problem. And, uh, and, and that's why we keep preaching to everybody that, you know, like, like our friends have gone fishing. You need to get your boat down there and get it serviced now. Why they have openings, why they have service going on. Um, you know, well, not, there's nothing going on. Yeah, that not you when do. you're ready to hop in the boat and go fishing, because guess what? You're going to be on a list. Yeah, and if you got your jumper cables in the back seat because you've been having troubles, <laughs> why don't you just buy a new battery for God's sake? And the other, Starter. the other one Starter I always, wood. the other one I always love, Michael, is the story when they go and I had to put the spare on and it was flat too. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. haven't checked the air pressure in that spare lately, have you? Yeah, and I I always feel so comfortable on my buddy's boat. Because he has a can of starter fluid, and we're going out on the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nothing like a little ether in the morning. That's like a board op telling you his car doesn't start in the morning, and he might not make it. Yeah, I'm looking through the glass uh-huh. right now. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, I mean, there's, there's we could do an hour talking about, you know, things you need to do for your boat. With all the new boats and boat trailers and the wheels and all the stuff we're doing, guess what? Your lug wrench in your it, under the seat of your truck probably doesn't fit it. That's a fact. So you have to have better have a crescent a wrench, a hammer, and wall, duct tape. a thin wall, deep socket, and a breaker bar and an extension uh, carried in the boat, not in the truck, because your buddy might be towing your boat that day. And duct tape. Uh, yeah. So this is just experience talking, Seth. That's a all jack. that is. Hey, a jack that can pick your boat up to change that flat tire because uh, better, better yet, so much crap in the boat. Your little your little pump jack that uh, came with your trailer ain't gonna handle it. No, a better than that is a four by four piece of wood that's uh, tapered on one side, and if it's a tandem axle trailer, you just drive the wheel up on top of it, and you don't need a jack. That's right. And 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 it's more than just running it in your driveway too. You got to put a boat un- under load. You want to be sure that you know that uh, you're, you know everything from your thermostat is working properly. To, yep. A lot of times, an engine will come up to speed sitting in your driveway. You put it under load in the water. It's just, 
Yep. So it's just you got to go through, run down, do a little sea trial. Right now is a great time. You can get up. Uh, Alan was just talking about the great bite up there in the Antioch area. Go launch at one of those private launch ramps, run the boat around, do a little shakedown, and get ready for the great ocean season that is, that is coming up here. We all have plenty of time right now to go out there and and do these things. Take advantage of it. Yeah, There's going to be a great season here coming up this summer, and you're not going to want to miss it. This, can't we just you know, go on the real magic? One out of five years. Or you can just go on the real magic. Can't we just go with you? Yeah, we'll do that. That's way easier. <laughs> If we go on the real magic step, we can drink beer and eat tacos next door while he's, uh, you know, getting the boat ready. Yes, that's exactly. I'm ready to go again. We're going to do this year again, too, in case you wondered. (laughs) We're just not going to let Sep drive to Bodega this time. We're good. Oh, yeah. So you and Blanton can sleep all the way home, right? Mark and I did a fine job of that, by the way. Yeah, and a lot of it had to do with Budweiser, I have a feeling. We were not drinking cheap beer. (laughs) Mike Ogney with USAFishing.com. We were not drinking cheap beer. Matt Hilbring bought. Yes, he did. All right, well, th- you, we might sound a little casual today on the show, but I think that's the point of the whole damn thing. Michael, thanks for hooking up with us. We will take care, and you do the same. Stay healthy, my friend. Thanks, guys. All right. You guys know how it works. There's a whole other hour right around the corner here, and I'm going to repeat all that, and we get caught up to that. But coming up in the next hour, we've got Captain Mike Graver. He'll tell you what's going on with stripers. Bill Gaines has got all the information on mammal and waterfall regulations from the Fish and Game Commission meeting. And there's a lot more right after this quick break. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. More than just a tackle store, the Rockland and Rancho Cordova Sportsman's Warehouse has a complete line of marine accessories to keep your boat on the water. Clothing for those cold, rainy tournaments or the hottest of summer days. Fishing, electronics, optics, hunting, firearms, archery, footwear, ammo, clothing, and camping. If you spend time in the outdoors, your first stop needs to be Sportsman's Warehouse at 6640 Lone Tree Boulevard in Rockland or 2344 Sunrise Boulevard in Rancho Cordova. For more information, visit sportsmanswarehouse.com or drop in and get stocked up. I'm Bill Carr, editor of Western Outdoor News, and I'm asking for a moment of your time. Western Outdoor News has been around for 57 years and covers most every lake, river, and ocean port that you want to fish, and all the hunting opportunities as they're going on every week with up-to-date, accurate hunting and fishing information from the field. But more than that, we keep sportsmen and women advised of what's going on politically about things that impact your life, sports, and your children's outdoor future. Be aware of what's happening in the outdoors. Stay on top of issues and get involved. Experience the rich hunting and fishing heritage we all enjoy. I'm asking you to join the fight and subscribe at a very special rate of $34.95 for 52 issues, less than $1 a copy. Call 1-800-290-2929 between 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. weekdays and mention the code words California Special or go online to onenews.com, W-O-N-E-W-S.com and click the subscribe link. That's onenews.com or call 1-800-290-2929 weekdays and tell them you want the California California special. We're all in this together, and your support and help is appreciated. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? 
Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Summer is right around the corner. Now is the time to come up with a plan for training your dog, whether it's upland game, waterfowl, working on something specific, working on retrieve, building up bird drive, obedience, or puppy training. Call Olive Hill Kennels to line up a lesson, and we can work with your dog in the field and come up with a game plan together that works for you and your family. We are doing lessons Tuesdays through Saturdays from 8 to noon. Give us a call with any questions or to line up a lesson at 530-735-6217 or check us out at olivefieldkennels.com. Specializing in ultralight live bait drifting for striped bass in the waterways of the Northeast Delta, Captain Mike Gravert of Intimidator Sport Fishing takes you on a slow drift through the Mokalami River system to relax and enjoy the scenic beauty until fish on and blood pumping adrenaline kicks in, fishing the way it was meant to be. Captain Mike has the techniques and the where, when, and know-how to catch the Delta's premier game fit. For a great day of fishing in the Delta, you have to call Captain Mike in Intimidator Sport Fishing, 916-806-3030 or IntimidatorSportFishing.com. And now it's time for the second hour and more of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the second hour of California Sportsman. Here's what's coming up. I see Captain Mike Graver is on hold right now. He's been chasing Delta Stripers out there. I think he's with his wife and his dog today. That should prove interesting. I'm sure the dog will outfish him. And Bill Gaines from Gaines and Associates Government Relations. He's going to be joining us talking about the Fish and Game Commission meeting and the results on mammal and waterfowl regs that are coming up and probably a couple of other things, too. And in our Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week, Randy Pringle from Fishing Instructor and Best Bass Tournaments joins us to talk about Delta Bass techniques and opportunities that are out there right now for big fish. And Sean Rainsberger has been fishing Bullard's Bar. He'll tell you all about the action out there. And James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Service. He's going to check back with us at the end of this hour and let us know what his count has been like earlier fishing, so let's not waste a moment of time. Let's hook up with the man himself, Captain Mike Graver with Intimidator Sport Fishing, out hanging out in the Delta again this morning. Probably not on the houseboat now. He's probably already out. I hear a little wind blowing. Good morning, Captain. Well, good morning, fellas. A little breeze blowing in the background there today? Yeah, a little bit. Not as bad as it was yesterday. We were hoping to get out yesterday, but... It was really howling. No, just a little breeze. Just a little breeze right now. Just a little breeze. But uh, thank God for Caltrans closing down that bridge, man. It's finally uh, not a zoo out here today. So not bringing people out right now. We're on the beautiful San Joaquin. I can see where we're fishing. We've already put some fish in the boat, and uh, we can catch that bass just about anywhere right now, Seth. Mike, your signal is kind of coming and going right there. You either need to stand still or stand up. Or, you? or put pull your hoodie down. Yeah, that might be it. How's that? Well, you're sounding pretty good right now. Yes, much better. Thank you. Well, Mike. uh, 
Go ahead. Go ahead, Chap. No, nah, you ahead. go. <laughs> Let's argue over who's going to go ahead first. <laughs> Shut up for a minute, Mike. I'll do the talking here. Something like that anyway. Michael, uh, the, a lot of boats have been going out there. A lot of guys are catching fish. Uh, we talked to Alan Fong earlier who had caught fish 40 pounds and plus with a bunch of 20-pounders mixed in along the way. What are you experiencing? What are you seeing? Yeah, uh, just uh, like I said, uh, pretty much fish everywhere. Um, you don't need to congregate in one spot. You know, get that social distancing up. And, uh, yeah, just fish all over the system right now. I mean, it doesn't really matter where you go right now. Um, there's fish all over the place. So, uh a lot of bigger fish starting to show up, a lot of females starting to show up, a lot of little guys mixed in. So just uh they're all here and they're and they're everywhere. You know, too bad uh too bad we didn't have our clients in the boat, but got uh, my wife Kelly and the dogs on board and um so we're starting to enjoy some some fun fishing like we haven't done in years, Seth. Well, that's a nice little thing to do. You know, you've got the houseboat out there on the water, you got the boat right there, so you and your wife can take off and have a nice time out there together. And share a little fun with the dogs too. Just, just a chance to do something a little bit different makes a huge difference when we're locked down like this. Mike, uh, yeah. where are we at as far as your determination in fishing in the run right now? Do you think it's uh, pretty well halfway there? Do you think it's yet to really get going full speed or is it on the slide? Well, we'll, we'll know after the next full moon set, but, uh, like I said, it's just, it's plentiful right now. So. Um, it's just going to depend on how many fish we lose on the spawn on um, that full moon, but uh, it's pretty much wide open right now. Again, that Edo's bite has been good, solid all week um, with Farm and Fish and Wildlife dropping their smolts down there. So, uh, you know, there's still plenty of time left uh, to catch these striped Ooh, Dan, Kelly just died. Um, plenty of time left uh, to catch striped bass. Uh, I just don't know if Gavin Newsom's going to open up the state, so that's my only concern. Exactly. We all are wondering when Gavin Newsom is going to open up the state, and uh, hopefully he'll uh, be able to make a decision here soon. It would be nice if a decision had been made so that we can start uh, planning ahead, so that the stores can start filling up with inventory again, so we can get employees back working in those stores and get everything rolling. It's not, it's not going to be a fast overnight operation. It's going to take quite a while, obviously, and I'm no expert. Well, Mike, I know what's going to happen here. It's going to bust loose. Everybody's phones are going to be ringing, and you're going to be booked solid. You're already telling people it's probably a good idea to start booking in the fall, too. Give them all that hookup info that they need to get out there and have a great day on the water when this blanket does get lifted off of us. Sure. It's uh, 916-806-3030 on the web at timberrysportfishing.com. Uh, we do still have our social media, but just not doing much posting these days. So uh, everybody stay safe. Bluegill showed up. We already got a bluegill fish this morning, so uh, we're going to have fun. So, again, you know, I haven't fished with my wife in a in a spring striper season in probably 10, 12 years, so it's good to have her on board this morning. Well, this will either be the first in a long run of them or the last. We'll find out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Take care, Michael. Thanks for hooking up with us today. We appreciate it very much. You know, something going on with that phone. I got to talk to him. High, low, muffled, not muffled. Yeah. Maybe it's just old and tired. Turning his head, not turning his phone. Have us on speaker. I don't know. He's doing something wrong. Maybe he should have coughed. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What are we doing now? Oh, we're going to take that quick yes, break right now. When we come back, we're going to be hooking up. Well, you'll do Gun Owners of California and then we'll lucky be winner. To Bill. And then Mr. Bill Gaines with Bill Gaines and Associates. He's a government relations outfit. And I got to tell you, he's involved in everything going on in the outdoors. He'll have mammal and waterfall regs. And I bet a few opinions, too, right after this quick break. 
Tidelines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout kokanee or landlocked salmon or fighting a 50-pound king on the river, James Netzel and Tidelines Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro Ski Skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Rogue Jet Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and Delta waterways. Fish the peak times with one of the best. Folsom Lake Rainbows in January and February. Delta Stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May. Stampede and Lake Tahoe Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September. Then it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King Salmon Runs. Check out fishtightlines.com or call toll-free 888-975-0990. Licensed, bonded, insured, and permitted on all waters fished. Avoid the hassles. Go with Tight Lines Guide Service and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fish and Marine. And Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse stores are your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield, Fisherman's Warehouse and their knowledgeable employees will help you make the right selections for all your angling needs. Thursday nights are seminar nights at all Fisherman Warehouse locations. Local experts and professional guides give seminars and demonstrations sharing tackle, techniques, locations, and tips to make novice and experienced anglers better prepared to hit the water. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse. From Shimano freshwater spinning and casting rods and reels to deep sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, we're back in, and uh, we're going to uh, jump right now to a guy that's been a regular on the show for... Hey, we're going to talk about duck hunting. Yeah, about 25... I knew we'd find an excuse to talk some duck hunting pretty soon. 25 so. years duck season. Oh, yeah, I guess we have to, don't That's we? social distancing. This guy social distances turkeys in his backyard, too, yeah. but uh, we'll find out. Folks, I'm going to introduce to you right now Mr. Bill Gaines with Bill Gaines & Associates. It's a government relations outfit that is very supportive of all of the outdoors and our outdoor sports. Bill joins us right now. Good morning, Bill. Good morning to you, gentlemen. How are you doing today? I just got all of the stuff that you've been sending out lately laid here in front of me, and it looks like you're going to be a busy man for quite some time. Tell you what, this this 
duck and goose and elk and deer and all that hunting. That's an essential service, Seth. we got to have that. Well, absolutely, and uh, we need to be out there fishing doing that, too. That seems to be essential to a lot of people right now and uh, maybe not as essential to our governor and some others, but we need to uh, get past this big blanket on us and get everybody out there as fast as possible getting back in the real world. But you've got some information that just came from the Fishing Game Commission. Let's talk about the uh, um, wildlife as well as the waterfowl regs and uh, let everybody know what's going on there. Then we'll get into a couple other subjects real quick. Yeah, I'd be happy to do that. Yeah, it's been a busy week for the Fishing Game Commission. Uh, one of the biggest things that came out of the commission this week is they did actually approve the upcoming 2020-2021 waterfowl hunting regulations, and they approved all the big game regulations and tag quotas for the coming season. Well, are there any big changes? I've already heard complaints that there's only one pintail this year. Only from anybody who hunts in the valley. Yeah, no kidding. And, and as you guys know, I'm a valley hunter. I hunt my share of rice fields, and we see millions of pintail out there over a season. But uh, they manage those nationally, and everybody nas- nationwide, whether you hunt in California where we've got 70% of the pintail or somewhere else where they got zero pintail, it is one pintail again this year. was one pintail last year. They're actually doing a lot of work with the Fish and Wildlife Service trying to change that pintail model to where we can maybe bump up to as many as three pintail in a, in a good year in the coming years, but we're not going to see anything like that for the next couple of years. So the upcoming season will be one pintail. Still have seven birds, still have seven ma- mallards, you know, two canvasbacks, two redheads, and so forth and so on. So the big change there is the one pintail. Yeah, and I, we could spend way too much time talking about that, Bill. But it's a it's a numbers game, and the number it isn't is. big enough for the whole country. Yet. It is, and and. And because you, because we have seventy percent of the pintail, maybe we it, need to take ten percent of those over there. It costs it costs us duck hunters when they can only hunt one pintail. You right. know, I mean, it costs it, it costs guys getting into rice clubs because we can shoot one pintail. I mean, they, there's there's a bigger picture here than than what we're looking at. Well, it also is, that's just waterfowl. Yeah. You know, Bill's no, been dealing with mammals and everything else, and there's a million different things that, involved in all those decisions. Now, one good processes. thing, Bill, that I saw is we are going to end on a Sunday. Uh, they're not going to have that crazy end on a Friday this year, but it, we are going to end on the 31st of January for the balance of the state. Yeah, that's right. We're going to push the season all the way to January 31st, just like we did last year, but... The way the calendar falls in January 2021, it will be a Sunday, so that'll eliminate some of the confusion. So we'll be going back in the balance of the state anyway to a 100-day season. It's going to open on October 24th and run for, for 100 days to January 31st. Those boys that like to run up and hunt up in the uh, Klamath area, that season's going to open on October 3rd and run for 103 days to January 13th. Right, and then uh, a new hunt for veterans and active military personnel. They're actually going to give them two more days in February in the balance of the state, and it's going to be the 13th and 14th of February. So if you're active military or a veteran, you're going to have two additional days of duck hunting. That's right, and then we're going to do the youth waterfowl weekend again. That'll be the first weekend after the general season closes. That'll be February 6th and 7th in the balance of the state. And then, as you mentioned, what we call the VAMP Day, the Veterans and Military Personnel Day, that'll be the 13th and 14th. So that's going to be very, very cool. We're going to spread those out. And we're going to push back the late goose season in the balance of the state so we don't have some overlap like we did last year, which is a big confusion as well. So, so that's going to open uh, a little bit later as well in the, uh, in the balance of the state zone. 
I'd like to invite everybody over to my house to shoot Canadian geese. Anytime <laughs> you'd like to come out to my field, you're more than welcome. We can do that, sir. I'm only kidding, but boy, it's in are October they, the 3rd through the 7th, I think is what we're looking at there, Sep. So, uh, we'll be fine. Put that on your calendar. Kent is, you can tell Kent's a duck hunter. You can tell <laughs> Bill's a duck hunter. It's, a, they got this private conversation going on over yeah, here. Yeah. Late season, uh, the, the, the white geese, white fronts and white geese, um, that's going to be February 20th through the 24th. Yeah. Five day uh, season. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that, uh, that'll be cool, but that's, that's definitely later than it has been in the past. Yeah, we didn't want it to overlap. Last year we had an overlap of that season with the the youth waterfowl weekend, and that was a just a mess for the hunters and for the enforcement as well as to who's shooting ducks and who's not if they're both in the blind together, stuff like that. So we're going to avoid that, and we're yeah. going to push them out. Yeah. Well, it certainly is an easy thing to follow, how many f- birds you can have in what areas and all the other zones, and I hope some of them Six, are- seven pages they had to be able to figure it out, Seth. That's simplification of regulations. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they're going to do that eventually. Bill, uh, I could sit here and uh, pick things apart forever, but uh, I think one of the things we need to talk about is this, the, 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 the thought of this closure that hasn't occurred yet as far as fishing or the opening of trout season at the request of the three counties, possibly even four counties now have requested it. But I understand some of them might be dancing around, changing their mind just a little bit right now. What is the last thing you've heard? Well, that that was the action that the commission took on Wednesday, Seth, as you know. And, and you know, they tried to take it the Thursday before, and there was so many angry anglers that tried to tap into that teleconference call that it, it crashed the teleconference, it crashed the webinar, it crashed everything. They had to cancel the meeting, you know, and so they pushed it back to this past Wednesday. And the only thing that's happened so far, Seth, is that the commission has granted the Department of Fish and Wildlife to temporarily delay, restrict, or suspend fishery seasons when needed to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Now, there's a lot of confusion out there as to exactly how much authority Director Chuck Bonham would have. A couple of things that are worth noting. This has absolutely no impact on hunting. There was people that were going, holy smokes, turkey season's on right now. Can they delay that? Can they suspend that? Whatever. No, they can't. This has nothing to do with hunting. It has nothing to do with turkey season or any future hunting season either. You know, but what it would do would give him the, the ability to temporarily do that. And that authority only goes through May 31st. So when yeah. May 31st comes, he no longer has the authority to do anything when it comes to fishing. Well, they're holding meetings. They had meetings and discussions yesterday about this too. But while all these meetings are being held, I just like to uh, say here, uh, this is from ABC 30. Uh, on their website, abc30.com, coronavirus, California trout season delayed through May 31st. Big headline. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Right now, the main well, let's then let's, know is then on let's Mono check. County, Alpine County, and, and Inyo County, where they have their big Eastern Sierra opener that was originally scheduled. For- and we're all aware of that. There's no question about that. But then you go to the next article in the Fresno Bee talking about headlines of fishing ban. You know, if we don't get the message out to the public, nobody's going to know what the hell is going on. Yeah, there's and no question about that. And that was the reason why so many people crashed that initial meeting that was scheduled for the Wednesday before. I will tell you that shortly after the the meeting that was canceled, Chuck reached out to myself and, and a handful of other folks that, that work with organizations in the hunting and fishing industry and we worked together to put out a fact sheet that laid out exactly what 
this emergency authority would do and exactly what it would not do to try to get rid of some of that those myths and rumors that were out there as to what it would do. And that helped when this week's meeting rolled around, but obviously there's still a lot of confusion out there. The best thing that can happen is to give a definitive response of yes or no that it's going to happen or not, and that has yet to happen with the opening of trout season being one week from today. I'm not happy about that. You might get the idea. People need to plan People that own stores need to plan. People that want to go on trips need to plan. And we've got this stay-at-home thing hanging over our head. What is the discussion here? Why don't we just make a decision and stick with it instead of letting it roll over us in a couple of days? That's what's going to happen with a late, last-minute decision. Well. Last time I talked to Chuck, I mean, there's every intention to definitely delay the season in Mono Inyo and Alpine counties. I mean, after the decision was made by the commission, then there's certain legal things that the process has to go through before Chuck formally gets that authority. So I'm sure that we will get some news on that out of the Department of Fish and Wildlife very, very soon. I'm sure Chuck wants to do it as soon as possible. I'm told it should be by the middle of next week. Well, that's Wednesday. That leaves Thursday. People are leaving their homes Thursday and Friday to go fish the opener, guaranteed. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and I also heard that the department says, well, the word's getting out. I don't touch 10% of the people here in Sacramento with this radio show. I know the department doesn't touch that many people. How is the word going to get out in three days that there's no trout opener in those three counties down there? Of course, the newspapers are already saying it. The newspapers printing wrong stuff because the right stuff, the correctness, the clarification hasn't been made yet. And that's what I'm irritated about, that we've got to wait and wait and wait, even though it was this big emergency meeting. But I understand that I'm not aware of all the elements involved in the decision-making process. You know, you know, Seth, to your point, I got online yesterday, and, and I searched all over their website to see what was their latest press release on this particular topic for the exact reasons that you're talking about right now. And it was like a week ago. I know. Yeah. So, no, I, under, I understand. It's very frustrating to me because this is my – today – is the last chance I have to tell the public what's up. Right. And the department knows that. And between me and one other radio show, we probably communicate this more than anybody. And we can't because nobody knows. No, I I know. And then meanwhile, the rumor mill just absolutely just churned. Well, and that's what happened in the meeting last week when they had to get it canceled. Right. Bill, Bill, you sure get the hair up on the back of my neck, and I appreciate it every time I talk with you. Please plan on more segments with us into the future, and I appreciate your giving us an update on everything going on from the commission meeting this week, or most of the major things going on. Right. Great talking to you, gents. And you know, Seth, I'm always available to you. Thank you so much. Bill Gaines with Gaines & Associates. We appreciate your presence. Thank you. What a great guy. Lots of information. Yeah, he had a busy week with the commission meeting for sure. And he's in a busy, a difficult position because he's basically a lobbyist for the outdoors. He goes in there and says, we'd like to see this. And you can't go in there with my attitude sometimes and get what you need. No, that's that's exactly right. Hey, did I win a gun owners of California? You did not, but you know gun owners of California did ask uh, Governor Newsom to announce that gun stores and gun ranges cannot be closed. Uh, because, according to the emergency declaration, he's considering all business listed by the Federal Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency as essential. Um, so now we have a, uh, a uh, uh, what is it? He's a uh, 
Miguel, Assemblyman Miguel Santiago from Los Angeles wants the governor to close all gun stores to stop panic buying. So, uh, gun is his middle initial C? I don't have Communist? a clue. Yeah, I don't have a clue on know. that one. But uh, make sure you're following along with what's going on at GunOwnersCA.com. Winner number 16, the 2020 Gun Owners California 52 Guns, 52 Weeks Raffle Ticket, 704. John Braden of Oakley, California. John, Are you kidding me? No. You know John? Uh, John won not too long ago. John's won in one of our contests. He's an Oakland police officer. Well, John just won uh, Springfield Armory 1911A1 and 9mm. John, congratulations. The staff at Gun Owners will be giving you a call. Uh, to get you to Sportsman's Warehouse to do all the proper paperwork. So hey, good John. job, John. You won Sep's gun. Hey, John. I need that one. Yeah, haven't won, got that one. You won, John. You won Sep's gun, John. You good know, job. An Oakland police officer does not need a nine. <laughs> well, you might. Let me take it off you your hands, Braden. You never know. So that's pretty cool. We better jump into a set of breaks. I think that's the second gun he's won. I know. Golly, we, we still better jump into a set of breaks. We better jump into a set of breaks real fast so we can get back and talk to you some more. I hope you guys are enjoying the way we're trying to keep you on top of everything. Share with the information that we know, but it is changing fast, and we're trying to give it to you as fast as we can. We'll be right back after this quick break. Joining us next, Randy Pringle, the fishing instructor. thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient, lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operation for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny LaPinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.bucksoutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. Outdoor Adventures, the exclusive guide service for the Calusa Indian Community and Calusa Casino Resort, offers full-service fishing and hunting trips for waterfowl, big game, upland game birds, and exciting sport fishing trips. Managed by Casey and Regina Stafford, Outdoor Adventures offers close-to-home, action-packed, guided trips in the North Valley. At Outdoor Adventures, you're always priority one. Whether you're at the 5,000-acre Premier Duck Club, stalking wild hogs or shooting dove, turkey, or pheasant on private ranches, the professional and experienced team at Outdoor Adventures offers the best of the outdoors. Call now to book your adventure, 530-458-8730. Outdoor Adventures and Calusa Casino Resort where the fun never stops. Providing deluxe accommodations, enjoyable entertainment, exceptional dining choices, and fantastic hunting and fishing opportunities. Check them out on the web at hunt-fish-game.com. That's hunt-fish-game.com. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motor Home has specialized in great pricing and value with personal attention and service excellence. You'll be amazed by the huge selection of new and used RVs from campers, trailers, luxury coaches, and motorhomes from multiple manufacturers. With over $18 million in inventory and over 500 RVs on sale, there's a lot to choose from. Manteca Trailer and Motor Home, located across the street from Fisherman's Warehouse on Highway 120. Manteca Trailer, home 
annually to the huge Costa's Wild Game Feed, where sportsmen from all over the West come together at the biggest wild game feed around. Check us out on the internet at MantecaTrailer.com, or better yet, stop by and take a look. And with lowest price guaranteed on new units, there's no need to look any further. And we're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week, a bass fisherman. So you know Kent Brown's probably going to do most of it. Mr. Randy Pringle, the, of the fishing, fishing instructor, instructor fame and the owner of Best Bass Tournaments. Good he, morning. He's all tongue-tied this morning. Last time I saw you fishing, uh, Sep, you were doing just fine. You were putting him in the boat. Well, yeah, don't give him that much credit, Randy. It that, was the good guide he had. Yes, it was, because <laughs> I wouldn't have got a single one in the boat if he hadn't told me to just drop it back for one second and then yeah, stick them. There you go. What are you doing, drop Pringle? Drop and pop, baby. Drop and pop. So where should you be? This You should be at Clear Lake this weekend, probably, putting on a derby, right? Oh, dude, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. So how I didn't get to heal the spiel, so I'll call back later and ask what the heck went went down because I, of course, I was getting ready to be on hold, and then I didn't hear what was just uh, talked about. Oh, on the waterfowl going on, waterfowl? No, no waterfowl. I, fishing. Oh, oh, no, it's we were talking new, about the... new on the fishing world. Well, you know what? Yeah, they canceled ICAST, so that saves us a trip to Florida. Well, there you have. There you have. Hey, man, what's going on in the Delta? I know there's still a few launch ramps open. I'm hearing a lot of complaining about the water being so clear that the fishing's a little tough. Okay, so that is true. Um, now, so, you know, being social distancing and not posting uh, probably is sometimes the best bet because you don't want to tick off the powers to be. Right. But. Being out there on the water doesn't mean you can't go out there on the water. Just got to be the social distancing and make sure you're following all the rules. Right. And and just be, you know, one of the conversations I had the other day with a good guy, he just said, hey, just be the person you should be and don't try to fudge some of the rules. That's all it is to it. Now, that said, that out of the way, I tell you what, just crush them. Here's your pure fishing tip of the week. It's fluorocarbon line and long cast with a nice Revo reel. So if you're using 100% trilene fluorocarbon line at 15-pound test and a Revo reel like maybe the Rocket or the new Zeta and or something with the 7, 8, or even the 10, you're going to be able to throw a long distance and stay away from the shoreline as far as you can. Make those long casts. Now, traditionally, we like to sit up and work the bank tight and yeah. it's combat fishing. You know, you and I have done it years and years, and everybody, you know, we got D. Thomas. The but we've never you know, seen the Delta. Fishing. We've never seen the Delta as clear as it is for the, you know, uh, with the bass fishing right now. I 
actually saw a school of stripers going through two to three feet of water, and there must have been 30 of them in there, and we had a ball catching yeah. topwater stripers. Yeah. And and watching them blow up and watching them how they came up and ate the bait, it was amazing. The water was so clear. And there was a couple of 20-pounders in that school with the sevens and the eights and the nines. Right. It was amazing. Now, there was a lot of males all over the place in the area I was fishing. You could see the males. And where were the females? They were off to the side. But making the long cast, we probably caught 50 largemouth. And I think the largest one was about six pounds. Were you catching them on top was, water, Randy? Or? So the, the bait I was throwing was a Berkeley General. Right. Okay. Wait, and I was throwing it in style bright bait. colors. Okay. And the bright colors seemed to be my favorite because the brighter colors, this one had happened to have chartreuse in it. I'm spilling my beans. Yeah. This one has uh, chartreuse in it, and I'm making long casts. And uh, when it settles on the bottom, I jerk it up off the bottom like I'm puffing a silt, like throwing a big puff silt jig. Um, mm-hmm. Explain it to the guy next to you. Uh, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll, he'll catch up later. <laughs> he lost me. it when you said largemouth. Bite so me. when you're catching that four carbon line, fifteen pound test out there, and it settles down, I'm using a four ot Daiichi hook, and it's when it settles on the bottom, I'm let it sit there, and then I'm jerking it up off the bottom, and when it comes up to the surface, it comes out of the water and then it dives back down, and then when it goes down, if there's a fish in the area, the fish goes, it's a bluegill, and they come and pounce on it. They just beat the living heck out of it. And I just basically it's a worm puffing the silt technique in shallow, shallow water. I've been doing it for years. It's one of the techniques that's done me extremely well throughout my fishing career. And I just jerk that bait to where it comes off the bottom. And when it it'll come out of the water if you're in two, three, four feet of water. If you jerk it right, it'll come out of the water. It'll jump up and it'll go right back in the water. It's a perfect bait for this technique. The general it has a great wobble to it, but Definitely the laminate, like anything with a bright color, because yeah. this is the time of the year the fish get very, very aggressive. And that trialing fluorocarbon line, and you got to be able to pick up the line quick. So um, most of the time I'm using a rocket reel because it's 10-point, and I can pick that line up quick, especially when the fish eats the bait and runs towards you. You'll miss a lot of fish on this technique. But some of these giants, it's one of the techniques that I've, I've done very well, anywhere from – Eight to ten, twelve fish a year over ten, and because it's it's actually working on their lateral line instead of them thinking about it, looking at it, it's they're reacting on it. Right. Hey, what's uh, what's the launch uh, situation, or how how big a mess? So is here's it? the deal. Um, fortunately, uh, the the largemouth guys have an advantage because we wake up a little bit earlier than the rest of the kind of fishermen. Right. So if you get to the launch ramp early enough. Uh, you'll have plenty of room, right? And uh, you're not a problem. The problem is, is the Coming guys out. that want to wake up. Ah, let's kind of mosey on out, right? Then that's then the ones that go. I can't believe how many boats there is. Yeah. And if you're just joining us this morning, uh, driving down to the Delta, uh, we once again want to remind you that Highway 12 is closed until 5 a.m. Monday morning. If they have a Bridge, if they haven't figured that one out, that, if you haven't figured that out yet, if you're uh, stopped at the donut store and you're headed down there, uh, it is closed, Randy. So uh, they're closing 12 till Monday at 5 a.m. I saw the signs out. Um from last week, yeah. Uh, from this last week, I went. Oh, there you go. Change that up. 
Yeah, yeah. That, so that that it's still possible to get there for sure, but not. Uh, uh, you know, if you're coming from if you're coming from the west side over there by Sepp's house through Rio Vista, you won't have any issue. But if you're trying to get across that bridge coming from uh, your neck of the woods or our neck of the woods up here in Sacramento, then yeah, there'll be a little bit of an issue. You're gonna have to take an alternate route. And, and there's some ramps out there um, that are open, but they're very steep. Yeah. Um, and I did see uh, a couple of ramps that they said that was closed, but I saw boats launching. I'm not sure how that works. But maybe they were locals, and or they knew the person that ran the place. I yeah. don't know. Are you uh, Are you thinking, Randy, that you're gonna you're gonna be able to head uh, back into holding the best bass tournaments in May? Is that uh, the the prospect right now? So, so I've done the math and everything else, and social distancing and everything else. It can be done, but the key is, and I'm gonna let everybody know that. I have to have the people upstairs, like the governor right. and like the fish and wildlife, say straight up, go ahead and run them, right. keep social distance, and give me a game plan, and you're in, in making sure that you're going to be taking care of the weigh-in right yeah. and taking but- care of the check-in right. Now, that can all be done. I've kind of strategized all that. I talked to a couple of different people, which is not a problem. It'll be just different. Yeah. And so, but I'm not going to sit there and push the envelope when our governor is majorly one of those kind of guys that's going to, doesn't want to be told by anglers how things are going to work. Yeah. Randy Pringle, he guys. doesn't take that well. Randy Pringle. And I don't, go ahead. I don't blame him. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, without a doubt. Randy Pringle, the fishing instructor and best bass tournaments. Uh, you guys can follow along with what's going on uh, social media and uh, his the website, bestbasstournaments.com as well. Pringle, uh, go fishing, would you? You know what? Well, hey, we're going to get together, man. Yeah, you got it, buddy. We'll do it for sure. You got it. All Talk right. to you guys. Thank you guys very much. Randy Pringle, I think it's time we... Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, Tackle, fishing gear, or bait. You can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. At this time of virus and stress, are you using the downtime to evaluate your sporting equipment? Are rods, reels, line, and tackle all sparkly, clean, organized, and ready to go? Have you ordered the stuff you need on the Internet? And if you're a boat owner, I won't even begin to list the things you need to take a look at. And how about cleaning the guns you own or purchasing new ones while some gun stores are still open? There's lots to do to ensure you're ready when the word goes out that it's time to go. Get a clue. Use this time wisely. It will definitely help your state of mind and put things back into perspective. We look forward to seeing you and your family outdoors. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, ching, and other stuff in Vacaville. 
The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Guiding full-time since 1998, J.D. Ritchie Sport Fishing shares knowledge, experience, and professionalism on Northern California's exciting King Salmon and Steelhead Waters. This year's King Salmon return is forecast to be excellent. Get in on the action. Go with the best. J.D. Ritchie. A light tackle specialist, J.D. furnishes the finest in tackle, and his Pavati jet sled is ready to get you into fish. Your catch will be cleaned and filleted with care. All you have to do is put them on the grill. Book your dates and don't miss out. Call J.D. Ritchie sport fishing at 916-952-1554 for more info and up-to-date fishing reports check out the sportfisher.com and now more california sportsmen with seth hendrickson hey what the heck are we up to kent uh, I think we're supposed to talk to Sean, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to talk to Sean Rainsberg in just a minute. But Marilyn pulled something out I want to read real quick before we get into these other segments. Okay, I'm going to turn my mic off. This <laughs> yeah. is Sep. Yeah, this is Sep. This isn't Ken. <laughs> All your letters and phone calls can go to I'm me. Straight to Sep. And I want to say that this is something that she got off the Internet. It has nothing to do in specifically with the state. It's just kind of in general what's going on out there. And I have to say, to an extent, I agree with it. So listen to this real quick. When the state tells you, any state, not just California, any state, when the state tells you it's safe to go to Home Depot to buy a sponge, but too dangerous to go to buy a flower, it's not about your health. When the state shuts down millions of private businesses and doesn't lay off a single government employee, it's not about your health. When the state bans dentists because it's unsafe, but deems abortion visits okay, it's not about your health. When the state prevents you from buying cucumber seeds because it's dangerous, but allows you in person to buy lottery ticket sales, it's not about your health. When the state tells you it's too dangerous to go golf or fish alone or be in a motorboat alone, 
but the governor can get his stage makeup done and hair done for five television appearances from a whole galley of people. It's not about your health. Wake up, people. It's not about your health. But I want you to stay healthy in the meantime. So much for that little soapbox. I hope you read between the lines. And I'd like to congratulate all the great folks out at the Almanor Fishing Association that just released 20,000 browns into Lake Almanor. All the great volunteers hey, up there. Speaking of Lake Almanor, it looks like uh, from what uh, the uh, NorCal Guides and Sportsmen Association posted, if you're a local at Lake Almanor, they can open up a launch ramp up there. So get to if, go you li- if you live on the yeah. lake, you can do it. Another yeah. one of those. It's if a you come from out of the county, you're going to need a 14-day qu- uh, quarantine. <laughs> Times are getting tough all over up yeah, there. But at least there's a ramp open for the locals to enjoy Lake Almanor. Yeah, I, I'm afraid I wouldn't even show up at Eagle Lake right now. They'd probably run us out of town at our home up there. You yeah. know, it's it's kind of a weird situation right now that we're in, and we do have to take the best advice we can get if and when we can get it. You just really can't find an excuse to take a weekend off, can you? <laughs> I don't need one. Stick around, folks. All we'll right, let's, let's hook up with this gentleman right now. Sean Rainsberg has been fishing over at Bullard's Bar. Let's check in with him and find out what he and his wife have been up to Fishing up there. Good morning, Sean. Good morning, Seth. Well, How are you? Good. We're doing great. You know, without the fishing experiences that we really like to have under our belt right now, I know Mr. Brown would like to be at Clear Lake. and uh, I, Yes. I wouldn't mind being at a lot of places right now, especially Lake Berryessa, but it's closed right now for a mm-hmm. while, and it will be opening up again real soon, I am certain. Now, you've been up at Bullard's. Bullard's is uh, one of the... I don't know if Bullard's Bar Reservoir is included in this, but Sierra County just asked that they not do the big trout fishing opener up in their neck of the woods or to help control fishing up in their neck of the woods. I'm wondering if they're including Bullard's Bar into that picture, and that's one of your target lakes. Oh, wow, I didn't hear about Sierra County. That's not good. Well, it's is, just uh, it's just been sent in. It's just a request that was sent in. Nothing's been out. And not likely to hear anything on it any time soon until they come up with a decision, I would imagine. Tell us about Bullard's Bar. I know lots of people have been fishing it. I know it's fast limits of fish for kokanee up there, too. Not for everyone. Um, some people seem to struggle. The, the fish are, you know, nearly all over the lake but I, I typically like to run up river to about the sucker bar area which is just a couple turns down from the cable if you're familiar with the cable that goes across the north fork there right um that just it's a kind of a log jam preventer and uh fish are just stacked in there this time of year i think it's food it's a food source you know, Mill Creek, anywhere there's uh, a good river coming in. Willow Creek sometimes good. Yeah, any place there's trickles. Uh, is you, if you leave the marina down there by the dam and go up the first big left-hand bend up to the left, there's a big cove straight across over there where that water is impacted. It gets a good motion, and obviously bait or food sustenance goes through the area, so it proves to be really good. Mm-hmm. But as you said, they're all over the place. We used to fish them by the dam underneath the houseboats, back and forth between them, all along the edges. It's a prolific lake loaded with tons of kokanee. It has a self-sustaining population, and it's planted by the department. So 
It's one of those lakes they created years ago for an abundant fishery, which meant you can catch a lot of fish. They won't be the biggest, but everybody stands a pretty good chance of catching fish out there. Kids, everybody. What size are they uh, seem to be running right now? What seems to be the best offerings? Well, you can get them still down to 10 and a half inches, but we're we're trying to stay on the bottom side of the schools and get the 12, 13. Some, I've heard of a few 14s already. Um, we're We're throwing pink and orange mostly on sunny days and and the purples and near black uh, colors, you know, when the when it's overcast, water's pretty clear. So it's uh, sometimes it's an on and off bite, um, especially this time of year. The predation from the bass happens, and they just don't bite when they're running for their lives. Yeah, I, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't be stopping while I was running from one either. <laughs> well, the depth is probably one of the most important things. How deep are you finding them? That really depends on the area. Up there, I'm finding them anywhere from 40 to 75 feet. Um, that lake, you know, it's it's, so, it's similar to Shasta. Sometimes the surface temperature this time of year can be the same, down to 85 feet. Um, it doesn't really change until you get a, a lot of sunlight on the water. How about Dodgers? Yeah. Are you using Dodgers in line, or are you using any scent along with your offering? Oh, yeah, it's always uh, tuna, tuna, um Soaked corn and and uh, uh, the Peak Performer Dodgers from Paulina Peak are my favorite. Uh, Flutterbugs, hoochies. It sometimes just doesn't matter. I mean, we're we're, we're basically getting about ten fish per hour out there. Yeah, in the boat. Bullard's you know? Bar is one of those places where yeah, you can you can hook twice as many as you get to the boat. But it is a fun, exciting place. You guys done talking about the bait fish in uh, Bullard's Bar yet? I guess we ought to let him. <laughs> right? I guess we ought to let I mean, him share. Can a we something. can we just get past all that and you know the place is kicked out up there to Donner. three world record spotted bass in the past I don't know seven or eight years and it is a trophy spotted bass fishery. That's true. World class well, wrong show. Wrong show though. Oh, yeah. Those spotted bass would be bait fish for those Donner Max. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, I understand a few of those spotted bass get their sides ripped off them every now and then anyway. So yeah, it'll, uh, it'll be, uh, it'll be kind of fun. But, uh, yeah, if you're going to Bullard's, it, it is, it is a, an amazing, amazing fishery. Yeah. No question about mm-hmm. it. Whether you're going for bass but or whether is, you're going for cokes. But it is, uh, that place is fragile. It is fragile. It's not big. Uh, and we've done some damage to it over the past few years as yeah, far but you as the can, bass fishery. You can get lost. You can find yeah. places where there's yeah. nobody near you. You can have all the social clearance and distancing. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that without a doubt. But, but you, you're right. It is the, fragile. But the cool thing about it is that lake was created because of the kokanee. That absolutely. fishery was created because of the kokanee, and it just continues to thrive right now, and hopefully it will continue through that. Sean, I heard you mention just earlier you'd like to get back up to Donner and Stampede. What's access looking like? Is there opportunity? Uh, word has it that Stampede was going to open up, but – now that you're talking Sierra County is trying to close, that might not happen. Well, I don't, um, I don't know any more than they received a letter from Sierra County. I don't know what the letter specifically mm-hmm. said, if it's different than the letters from Mono and Inyo. But as far as I know, there's no restriction there at this time. And the only person that can make that restriction would be Chuck Bonham, the director of Fish and Wildlife, in an announcement that we may hear later on this week. I don't know. Uh, there's so many things going on out there that are up in the air. And I don't yeah, think forest, we I don't think we should service. be I don't think we should be too picky about it because everybody's scrambling trying to do the absolute best job they can 
but it just seems mm-hmm. like there's too many of them squirreling around at one time. We have a lot of chiefs right now. We got county chiefs, we got state chiefs, we got federal government chiefs. It's it's starting to compile yeah. and get a little frustrating to people, and that's fine. I think the blanket's going to be off here in a few weeks anyway. We'll see exactly where we're at. Hopefully, it'll be a very successful thing, both economically, job-wise, get everybody back to work, and more importantly, get us out to play again. Yes. We need to be mm-hmm. in the outdoors, and I can tell by the way Kent's sitting behind that mic with his arms crossed in front of him, wanting to hook a bass at Clear Lake. <laughs> I want—I was supposed to be yeah. at Clear Lake this week. Yeah, well, yeah, so much for, for that. For the Strike King Riders Conference with Shaw and Cody and a bunch of our outdoor riding friends, and we were going to spend, you know, three days up there. Set and instead, we get to spend a phone conversation with Sean. Reister. That's right. That's right. Well, so, Sean, I'm not, I'm I'm not glad, mad about it. Or I'm glad you're gotta, sneaking. I got to tell you, the honor's supposed to be closed though. I talked to the superintendent of Park and Rec, and he said it all their recreation facilities are closed. Yeah. Hope that opens back up soon. It's opening. It's closing. I, I think the governor's going to have to make an announcement here pretty soon and just start uh, untightening things. There's no question about that, or at least some clarity on what can be done. I mean, yeah. just just envision this. I'm sitting at home. I got nothing to do. Maryland says our, we need flashlight batteries. Well, I got to run down to the store. I'll swing by Lowe's and pick up flashlight batteries. So I want to go to flashlight batteries and I'm thinking, she's got all those new flowers that she bought. I should get a bag of soil and take the soil home and transplant yeah. them all while I'm locked into the house. Can't do anything. Can't do that. Okay. <laughs> just, just my guess. It's just the way things are for right now. Up in the air. Let's so hope you everything can't grow weeds, but you can still buy it. Yeah, you can buy it. You just, you can't get weed Welcome and feed to California. <laughs> can't get weed and feed on your grass, but you can get grass for your weed. We, and feed. Hey, we can't go this far off the deep end the last three minutes. No, so. we can't. And I owe Sean something. Sean, give him the name, website, and phone number clearly for your guide service because these folks are want to get out and go real soon. Oh, the phone number is 530-802-4484. You can reach me on the web at seansguideservice.net that's s-h-a-u-n guideservice.net you can find him there now he's not going to be guiding you at bullard's bar right now but in a couple of weeks that's a whole nother story give him a call talk to him find out what's going on get some ideas where he'd like to go what's open where you'd like to go and maybe you can get something worked out and be one of the first ones back on the water when our illustrious governor does lift this stay-at-home order Sean, thanks for hooking yes, up sir. with us today. We appreciate it. And I know you and your wife appreciated the opportunity to sneak away and do a little fishing up at the lake. Have a great day. Absolutely. Have you a, guys too. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Well, Mr. Brown, you're not at Clear Lake. I'm not at yeah. Berryessa. Yeah, or anywhere else. Fun. You don't have a boat. I have a boat. It's in my garage. And I don't have a boat. Well, I do have a boat in my garage. It's a ski nautique. Yeah, no, I, my Triton's in the garage. I actually went fishing on Easter. I took my daughter fishing on Easter. We... Ran up to a local reservoir and caught uh, some spotted bass. We had a good time, so uh, not getting out a lot, but you know, there are some opportunities out there. How is that country western star doing? Uh, they're they're grounded like everybody else, so they're not getting to do anything with Auburn Road, but other than uh, some uh, some you pajama know concert? social media concerts is what they're doing. But, I just happened to catch yeah. them. Live. Were you in your pajamas? You don't want to know. Well, so you fit right in then. So yeah, I sure do. Yeah, they're no, they're they're doing they're doing fine with their new record and all that other fun stuff. Uh, we need to get it played here on 105.1. We're working on it. Well, I wish I had a definitive answer for everybody about the opening day of trout season. Right. I'm sure the opening day of trout season will occur. Whether you can fish for trout or not might 
be up for discussion. Yeah. You'll know more or in the win. middle. You'll know more in the middle of the week next week, hopefully, because next Saturday is the opener. And I don't, we'll, we'll I don't keep... see zillions of people racing off. No, but there will be those uninformed, those that are dedicated to opening, have never missed an opening in thirty years right. with their family. It's a tradition. It's what they do. Yeah, and they show up in mass. There'll be yeah. twenty, twenty-five people in campsites sometimes, but. Again, yeah. we don't know what they're we'll going to run across. Keep you, we'll try to keep everybody posted on our social media pages. Too. And I'm certain that the Department of Fish and Wildlife is working with these counties, trying to figure out exactly what can be done. Stay tough. Stay healthy. Stay strong. We'll see you next week. This is Seb. Tightlines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman. Give us a call at 707-452-8595 or email us at sep at seps.com. And for information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. And be sure to like us on Facebook and sign up for our weekly outdoor connection. California Sportsman is a production of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment.